This is. I don't like that entrance. I don't like that at all. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of shock jock. Yeah, you're listening to the November seventeenth, two thousand six edition of the Relevant Podcast, the audio companion to Relevant Magazine and the illustrious, award winning RelevantMagazine.com. Wins an award in my book. <laughs> yeah, I gave I bought a trophy at the trophy store for RelevantMagazine.com the other day. So it's now officially award winning. Does it have that bowling guy on top? <laughs> Actually, I had a golfer. Oh, that's cool. It was, it was yeah. on clearance. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me is the relevant editorial crew. We have editorial director Kara Davis. Hello. We got to try something new today. <laughs> <laughs> Managing editor Adam Smith. Ow! And web content producer Jesse Carey. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> It's like, it's like Halloween all over again. <laughs> I hope anyone listening didn't have their iPod turned up very loud, because all that stuff was probably deafening. All right. Well, uh, we have a couple of goodies in the hopper for today's podcast. <laughs> the hopper? What's wrong with the hopper? <laughs> I keep, a hopper? I keep a lot of good <laughs> things the in the hopper. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't, you don't use the phrase, the hopper? No, I can't say I've ever used Not that. Really? Not often. Yeah. Well, Very yeah, cautiously. Well, you should check it out. I have a lot of good stuff in the hopper today. I'll, I'll look it up on Urban Dictionary and see what it says. <laughs> you probably have to look that up on Rural Dictionary. dictionary. <laughs> yeah. it, hopefully, it'll be a little bit shorter podcast because uh, some of us are going out of town and we don't have a lot of time to add a lot of doodads to the some podcast. Some of us are on deadline. And, and some of us are on deadline. Yeah. So, uh, no interview this week. We had to bump our special guest to next week. But we will still do an installment of verses today. Uh, we also do have a special little little uh, segment that just happened spontaneously here in the office about 15 minutes ago. We were at our desks preparing for the podcast, working hard like busy little bees. Yep. I was cramming stuff in the hopper, about to bring it in. <laughs> I was and, doing calisthenics. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stroking your lap. Dog, dog. And yes. <laughs> she was stoking her fire. <laughs> <laughs> she would never stoke her own fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have Danny, the intern, yeah, did we had, that. Yeah, we had an intern working. Yeah, and and uh, somebody pokes her head in my office and says, um, "There's a couple of UCF students here in the lobby. They need to hug it out." <laughs> <laughs> so we all head up there, and sure enough, a couple of UCF students had come over. To um to to have some reconciliation, and, amazing, and, and they really were ambassadors for the forty five thousand person student body of UCF, the, the whole eighth, university, the eighth largest university in the in the country. We have now officially had reconciliation with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, a UCF degree will help you in life, <laughs> uh, even though everybody else says it won't. <laughs> um, all right, so let's bring them in now. Here, you guys can sit at my mic. and uh, let the healing begin. <laughs> it was a couple weeks ago. We we told people. Uh, that anyone who goes to UCF, the University of Central Florida, a learning institution whose degree we said would get you nowhere in life, (laughs) would lead to probably a dead-end job working at Starbucks. Um, I'm going to go ahead and apologize to everyone who works at Starbucks. Um, You can come here. We'll hug it out. We'll hug it out. But we made (laughs) the offer. If you bring us drinks. 
(laughs) (laughs) It's an iced grande non-fat mocha. Uh, We made the promise that anyone who we had offended in previous podcasts could come by and and we would hug it out. And and lo and behold, um, Gary Busey hasn't come because of the restraining order, but we do have two visitors here with us today. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Hey, I'm Breezy. I'm Heather. Now, UCF, those are the, um, you guys are the fighting mud hens, right? (laughs) Okay, what's your mascot? We are the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights, okay. How do you feel about your your degree from UCF? You feel like your degree program's going well? Like you're learning a lot? I think it's going very well. (laughs) Now, when you first heard the podcast, did you fly into a blind rage? No, I, I think I started crying. Oh. oh, wow. That's even worse. <laughs> yeah. That's even worse, to be honest. Now, you've come here as ambassadors of the entire university. Is that right? Yes. Uh, how many people go there? Like 40,000 people? About 45,000. Okay. And I'm guessing that every single one of them heard that podcast and was offended. <laughs> yes, it's, it's very popular at UCF. Yeah, so there's been uproar on campus, is yeah. what you're saying. Yes. I'm sure it's just the, the campus has been a downward spiral ever since then. Uh, how's, the black cloud over the yeah. campus. How's the football team done since we made those comments? Um, we actually won a game. Okay. <laughs> it probably just put fuel on the fire. Yeah. You know? Channeled that anger. Yeah, they're like, let's prove them wrong. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so you've come here as ambassadors. Do you feel satisfied? Do you feel like we've we've lived up to we've our end of the deal? I, I'd like a few more free things, but other than that, <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I'm <Wow>. just kidding. <laughs> Done. So. Well, well, we do, we do appreciate you guys coming down and, and reconciling with us and, and hugging it out. That was a, a truly moving moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. We feel the love. Thanks. <laughs> and like we said, um, you know, if anybody did come through the office to hug it out, we would take a picture of the healing moment, and we did. Yeah. And you can go over to the podcast stuff page at com and see a picture of, of the healing. See a yeah. picture of the hug. It's beautiful. It, it was a, it was a beautiful moment. There's Tears actually sure. there's actually a little mistiness to the picture because there was so much healing in the air. <laughs> All right. So for entertainment releases, uh, we have a couple movies coming out tonight that would be uh, worth worth mentioning. Well, we'll start with the big one: Casino Royale, James Bond. Yes. I, I personally have never seen a James Bond movie, so I've never. I'm not really, really excited. But oh my god, is it like Star Wars to you? It is like Star Wars to me. I don't know. I just never... I The, the movies where you have to suspend um, a basis in reality to <laughs> enjoy them... The, the, this one's going to be different, though. Yeah, I totally heard that, different. so I'm, I'm intrigued. This one's those. gritty and like a real spy movie. It's gotten crazy good reviews I, so far. I, like I, Batman I, Begins, mm-hmm. maybe? Great. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that the Queen actually came to the premiere. She yeah. did, indeed. All right, so that's coming out. Uh, Fast Food Nation, the movie, not the book... Although they may re-release the book, I don't know. Yeah, th- this looks speak this looks a lot a lot like uh, Thank You for Smoking to me. Yeah, same kind of thing. Trying yeah. to make a social statement. Happy Feet is the animated uh, movie with all the singing. You know the penguins. penguins. It seems like I've seen Robin Williams on every late show or interview show saying the exact same thing, and they play the same clip from the movie. He's on message. He's good. He's a pro. He's a pro's pro. I, I find he's got I, a lot of good stuff in the hopper. Be, be, be careful here, Jesse. Yeah, I, I'm not even going to say what I think about Rob, seeing Robin Williams multiple times in one week being interviewed. 
I, I'm not exactly a Robin Williams fan. You know, his shtick is do something crazy and spontaneous yeah. and run with the gag yeah. until it runs its course and, and he, it's just awkward. He does Which all was the, like 1985. <laughs> he does all these voices and it's like, come on, just tone it down, just a little Robin. One day he's going to just run out of stuff and bust out the rainbow suspenders again. <laughs> I can only so. hope. That's when I liked Robin Williams. <laughs> as Mark. Yes, Mark. As only Mark. as Mark. I thought that that was when his career really was at its apex. <laughs> Mark and Mindy. Albums coming out on Tuesday the 21st. Uh, we have Brand New with The Devil and God Are Raging Inside Me. Heard a lot of good things about Oh my yeah. goodness. Huge buzz. Yeah. I and, saw them Saturday. I saw them this past weekend. Uh, they're Christians, right? No. They are. Or well, several, as far well, some, I don't a really few, <laughs> a little bit on Sundays. Do, are they Christians on Sundays? I, we think. Yeah, all <laughs> I they, I heard they also have a song on the album called Jesus Christ. Yeah, superstar. Superstar. And yep. they also they had one on their last album, seventy times seven, and the title of the album, "The Devil and God Are Raging Inside of Me." Did uh-huh. they play a lot off the new album when you saw them? I actually got there a little late, and I only heard like the last three songs, one of which was new, and it was good. They had good, the crowd going. I've, I've heard just amazing things about this CD that's light years ahead of their last one, yeah. which was light years ahead of the one before that. So, Also coming out, Jay-Z's highly anticipated coming out of retirement party called Kingdom Come. I think he's referring to the kingdom of Jay-Z, not the kingdom mm-hmm. of God. Yeah, I, like his little it's not a Christian yeah. album. It's not a Christian album. Uh, Oasis with Stop the Clock CD DVD see now they I didn't know they were still making music I thought they were playing County Fairs with oh, the no. Foo Fighters oh. <laughs> no they are they are huge in the UK still you say that with such astonishment <laughs> <laughs> no I love Oasis I think they're a great I, band I loved them I loved Champagne Supernova I'm Their not gonna lie 1996 was, really was an awesome year they were the soundtrack <laughs> of my 1996 uh, 10 years ago everyone's 1996 yeah, yeah. Uh, the Shins with Phantom Limb CDS. What the heck does a CDS mean? I like The Shins, though. Yeah. U2 with 18 singles, CD, DVD. Emery with The Question, Deluxe Edition. Grits with Redemption. Now, I want to say something about Grits. Grits, you know, Grits has... Uh, everybody's made up their mind about Grits. You either like them or you don't like them. But I popped in the new album... And it does not sound like the grits that you've known for the last 10 years. It honestly sounds like Atlanta, Dirty South, crunk rap. And if you're into the Lil John, Chingy, mm. T.I., that kind of stuff, it holds its own. Straight up, yeah. it holds its own. Now, if you're not into T.I. and all that, you won't like it. But it's well done for what it is. I'll, I'll just say it. Turns it. out grits has got some crunk in the trunk. Yeah! In the hopper. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Lil John did not produce the grits album. What? <laughs> Cutlass has a live in Portland CD DVD. A lot of people are releasing CD DVDs. Yeah. Uh, POD with greatest hits, The Atlantic Years. Which was only what? I, well, I guess they've been on Atlantic for a while. Two albums. Oh, yeah. man. So Rhino Records is putting it out. Rhino Records is the one that does like Millennium Hip Hop Party. And like, mm. you know, yeah. so whenever a, a, a label drops an artist, mm-hmm. they take their back catalog and they'll right. just sell it to Rhino. It's like. TV's greatest hits. Yes. You know, so, theme songs. So the couple like that, yeah. is snuggling in front of the fire. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like these. Yeah, that's usually rhino. So, so th- this album, and, and actually, that's how they're marketing this yeah. album. <laughs> Just a couple in cardigans sitting Sad in front of a fire with glasses of wine. You'll hear hits such as, and then just Satellite. a bunch of screaming. <laughs> Here comes the boom. <laughs> <laughs> and they're looking longingly into each yeah. other's eyes. So I actually it's our song that in darling. my office. <laughs> in front of your fireplace. Yes. I, I hear more more POD on Friday Night Lights than anywhere else. Like they play <laughs> right. them all the time because when they're playing football, they need stuff that's like, here comes the boom. They need yeah. that stuff. And so they play POD still. Delilah plays them a lot. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of requests. And also, uh, uh, last but not least, Chris Tomlin with The Early Years. It's a kind of greatest hits of the early years. Cool. Last, last week, he was on the Billboard Top 100, his new oh. album, his current album. You know who was on the Billboard Top 200 this week? It was Copeland with their new one. And uh, also Newsboys, Holding Strong at number 60 or something like that. Really? Wow. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. Okay, so that will do it for your entertainment releases. Up next, Slices. You're listening to KT Tunstall. Uh, the song is one that everybody knows called Suddenly I See. They, It's the song that caused that girl on American Idol to lose because she sang the song. Is that yeah, on the commercial for Black Men and Horse Trees? and the Cherry Tree. Oh, the hoo-hoo. Yeah, Suddenly I See is on um, Ugly Betty. That's it. That's oh, where I've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And it was our theme song for the... For um, the girls, staffers, road trip to Savannah. We played it on top of every hour. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's what you just heard at the beginning of the podcast. You actually heard Sufjan Stevens's Put the Lights on the Tree. It's a Christmas song, hmm. and it's the featured video this week over at Relevant TV. Uh, I want to give a little heads up. Um, gotten some emails about the song that closed last week's podcast. That's the new single from Chaos. His album is coming out in February, and let me just tell you, it's going to be awesome. So be on the lookout for Chaos. It's K-O-S. And you would not do wrong going and buying his last album called Joyful Rebellion. It's incredible. So anyway. All right. So now with Slices, here is Kara Davis. A U.S. government commission study found that 1% of websites indexed by Google and Microsoft are pornographic. Isn't that shockingly low? It seems I would say only 1%. Out. I would have thought 17. That's encouraging. Yeah. Right. Like um, AOL, uh, the search site, you know, was finding like 1.7% and uh, Google and MSN were finding like 1.1%. Now, that's the number of pages out there, but how much traffic does it account for? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably 20 or 30% of web traffic. You think 20 to 30%? I don't know. Now, is that the number out there, or is that the number that come up with a random Google search? No, actually, um, the like most popular searches on the web actually turn up sexually explicit sites about 40% of the time. <clears throat> well, Pope Benedict is calling a meeting uh, with top Vatican officials to discuss lifting celibacy requirements for priests seeking to marry or priests that have already married. Apparently, there was a, uh, a big ordeal when a archbishop 
got married and was being excommunicated. So now they're relooking at the whole policy. So that's pretty big. It's a little bit surprising for Pope Benedict, who, at least as a cardinal, had a reputation for being very uh, hardline, old school, conservative. But, you know, as a pope, he's been a lot more progressive than I think a lot of people thought he would be. Well, and plus with the the whole scandals of the last couple of years, with it, it seems like at least they're taking proactive measures. Yeah, I think the church has gotten a black eye, and it's kind of turning inward and saying, you know, what the black eye is turning inward. Yes, the black. It, it's, <laughs> it's like now an it's infection. Turning inward. It's getting they need worse. To head to some kind of ophthalmologist. <laughs> it's an infection. Um, yeah. They're going to yeah. get a bunch of eye patches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. After they do that, with their one good eye, they'll take a, a real good look. Forget well, the they're going to have to really concentrate. <laughs> they have to really concentrate because yeah. they yeah. only have one good eye. Because their yeah, depth perception is <laughs> off. Um, they're running into chairs. Okay, listen, I think we're onto something. American Christianity is surface-level Christianity. It's because we have no depth perception in our church leadership. Because they're, they only have one eye. Because, because of the, the black, black eye, eye got infected, and now they're wearing a patch. <laughs> so there's no depth perception, so yeah. it's surface-level teaching. That's right. Wow. What we need is the the eyes to be healed. Very good. Wow. That's a prophetic message. It's this, this is intense. generation. <laughs> People write that down, transcribe yeah. it and send it back to us. And throw something about the balm of Gilead <laughs> in there. But uh no, I think it it could be a potentially very big move and maybe a good move for the Catholic Church cuz they've been they've had a, a really hard time getting people to uh enter the priesthood or take vows like monastic vows, stuff like that. So this could really open some stuff up. It'll be interesting to see. And very surprising if uh, Pope Benedict is on board with it. So interesting times ahead. Well, speaking of interesting times ahead, by the year 2080, it looks like there's a uh, a mile-wide asteroid that could make impact with Earth. Um, That would be fairly catastrophic. But not to worry, uh, Russia, our... Our good friends, Russia, came out with a statement just last week saying that they have the capability to design and build an asteroid-destroying weapon. Now, the cool thing is that no one really asked for them oh, to do this. That's nice. It was just totally, yeah, it's just totally elective. They saw a need, they stepped up to the Yeah, plate. they just came out and said, hey, guys, in, in case you're wondering, uh, we can blow up asteroids. <laughs> just well, wanted to let you know. Could it be used for other purposes, hmm. like blowing you up mean the U.S.? insidious purposes? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, they wouldn't do that. They've been practicing comets, uh, satellites. Satellites. Satellite. Take Direct down TV. Space stations. Direct yeah. TV. Direct TV. You're on notice. The moon. That's how they can take down America. It's true. Well, I'm not too not worried that about it. Not there's a problem anymore. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not too worried about it because for a while, you know, the United States has had Bruce Willis and his team of ragtag oil drillers to uh, to step in just in case. Yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. That's what they didn't count on. So. Thanks, Russia, but no thanks. But but the key is is that Bruce Willis has to die every time yeah. we shoot, yeah. uh, shoot an asteroid. Yeah. Thank, thank God it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And we've got Steve Buscemi on our side, too, Yeah, which is pretty good. And I wonder if the Russian laser beam or rocket ship has a soundtrack that includes one of the best ballads ever written by Aerosmith. Yeah. So I think we're okay. I doubt it. Yeah, I'm thanks, Russia. But you can keep your cosmonauts and your your asteroid-destroying rockets for now. I like to think that the interface of whatever firing system they have is actually a mock-up of asteroids by Atari. And that that's how they aim and fire the weapon, by playing asteroids. (laughs) 
I just, there's an email that just popped in from Alistair, um, our creative director, and he sent it to the whole staff, and it's called Painkillers. And he says, does anyone have any form of painkiller for headaches? be greatly appreciated if you could hook me up. And I thought to myself, so you just mean like a Tylenol? I mean, painkillers in the U.S., you right. Know, or, or, like, does anyone have intense. a Percocet? Right. Yeah. yeah. He's from Canada, so maybe well, it's all the same. You know, way. that's where they. Get, that's where people buy all these cheap prescription yeah. meds. So is, he's just used to hardcore painkillers for headaches. Used to walking into a store and just buying morphine. Yeah, just so, saying hi, hi to the Mont- Canadian Mounted Police. So then, twelve minutes later, there's another one, another email from Alistair, and the subject is concerns, and it says, "Dear relevant staff." I'm concerned with the amount of painkillers that are floating around the office. If any of you ever need to talk, feel free. <laughs> I thought that was funny. We have a funny bunch here. At yeah, we do. At Ye Old Relevant yeah. Media Group. Funny kids. All right. Well, any, any others? A woman in the uh, Los Angeles area, she was, she was a retired <laughs> truck driver. Um, and since she retired, she she a lot of times goes to thrift stores and pawn shops just looking for her deals. Anyway, she just out of curiosity bought this strange looking painting for five dollars, um, sometime in the early nineties. And it turns out it's a Jackson Pollock uh, original. Pollock. Pollock. He's the guy that did the drip paintings. Yeah. The. The, no, that's Salvador Dali. Movement. Yeah, you mean it's pronounced Dali. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jackson <laughs> Dali. <laughs> spelled crazy. It's spelled he, it very he's Spanish. Strangely. Yeah, yeah. But a buyer has offered her nine million dollars. Wow, for it, that's and incredible. she for turned her. it down. Wow. She says that she's hoping to get a lot of recognition for a it. lot of money, and so now, she thinks she can get even more. Let me oh, ask you: no. Is this retired truck driver by any, any chance named Large Marge? <laughs> no, but it is funny that the New York Times, who's doing this story, described her as a sandpapered voice woman with a hard shell perm who lives in a mobile home and depends on Social Security checks. That is awesome. So it's Large March. Yeah, so her name isn't Large March, but the New York Times described her as pretty much what you would picture her as Large March. Well, she's living under an alias now. Yeah, yeah, but they're actually making a documentary about the whole situation. Wow, so. Jackson Pollock. That's pretty mm. impressive. Yeah, $5. Wow. What a deal. That's a good deal. That's a, that's a big return. $9 million that's a good and investment $5. Right yeah. Yeah. If yeah. anybody else has any other investments similar to that that they could let us know about, I'd be interested in Very. participating. That is a 180 million percent return. That's good. That's almost as good as my Brazilian. mutual fund did last year. <laughs> almost. You know, now that I think of it, I have uh, Picasso's Guernica in my basement just sitting there. <laughs> I got a garage sale. I should do sale. something with that. I should do something. Yes, you should. Yeah, it kind of, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't know why this came to my mind, but when I was thinking of garage sale, like how you can barter, you know how there's stores like in truck shops called Trading Post? Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go in there with like bales of hay and like a wampum <laughs> and like, you know, raccoon furs and actually try to trade with them. Just pretend to be like a 17th century fur trapper. Yeah, and I bring in all this crap. A and, French fur trapper. Yeah. <laughs> Glass beads. Yeah, I, I come in with all this crap and I go and pick out like a couple Snickers and like a coffee and some beef jerky. And I go to the counter and I'm like, all right, let's let's trade. Here you a go. Taquito. Yeah. Well, you'd have to get wow. a taquito. Yeah. The French fur trappers were were just rabid about yeah. the taquitos. And I got I got fifteen gallons of regular unleaded out there. So So you know, however many beads that's worth too. <laughs> however many beads and raccoon tails. <laughs> What'd you do with the rest Bucket. of the what'd you do with the rest of the raccoon? 
Oh, I already traded them. Oh. <laughs> the carcasses. Yeah. That's how he got his I rig. traded to the trading post truck stop down the street <laughs> for a Slurpee. <laughs> and a, a hat, a puffy hat with a humorous saying on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just a thought. I don't know if anyone's ever thought of that. <laughs> Probably not. Hey, relevant update. Uh, I'm, I'm bringing it up. We're mixing it up this week. A little relevant update. You know, the trick-or-treat promotion that we did, people sign up on the special secret page. Mm-hmm. They could sign up and uh, get a trick-or-treat, which are going to go out in the mail in the next week. Uh, we had 158 people sign up. Wow. Really? Amazing. Way to go. So way in to go, days, podcast right? listeners. Yeah. Yeah, less, less than 10 days. And, that's um, 158 less moochers. That's right. We are, we are well on our way to our goal of zero moochers <laughs> in the world. We should we only have a barometer and <laughs> we mark off in red the... We, we only, only have, have like 12,384 more <laughs> moochers to go before we wipe the world of relevant podcast moochers. Yeah. We should have no, a moochathon. Thank, thank, you, thank you to everybody who signed up. That was actually really cool. Have, have a little thermometer we're filling in. No, a barometer. Saying. Zero mo- <laughs> A moral barometer. Zero mooch. Yeah. So uh, for, on a serious note, thank you everybody for subscribing who did, and you will get free stuff out of it. So really it's all about you. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you didn't you really do it for treats. us. Yeah, I hope you enjoy it because it's been a lot of tricks in that selection. <laughs> Not a lot of treats. A lot of tricks. <laughs> <laughs> and by, by tricks, I mean raccoon tails <laughs> <laughs> that the trading post would not accept in exchange for taquitos. So they're, they're flawed or defective raccoon tails, irregular <laughs> yeah. outlet store raccoon tails, if you will. All right, so that will do it for slices. Up next, verses. You're listening to Starflyer Fifty Nine. The song is called "I Win." I believe it's uh, short for I win with Jesus. I think so. I think it is. Yeah. It's implied. Um, they're playing right now over at Relevant TV. That's Starflyer 59 is a classic. You know, yeah. yeah, since about 93, Yeah, I think. That's good stuff. Starflyer 59 still stands up. Still classic. stands up. It's good stuff. They were, they were a forerunner. Got to give it to them. So that's why they were almost the featured video this week. In fact, they were up until about 10 minutes before we decided to lock the lineup. And that's when we decide on Sufjan. Well, the thing about Sufjan is it, it's a holiday song and everyone in the spirit. And also the animation is so cool. It is cool. It is. Starflyer's video is incredibly well shot, though. I mean, it's not like creatively going to break any new ground, but it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, high, really, it's really high quality. It's really, really well done. All right, so versus this week, I have not selected this week's contestant. Uh, everybody is everybody here is in play, um, but I but I am leaning a certain direction. I think Jesse should have to go again to redeem his name. Mm, I'm up for it. I think I think he needs to go again. Um, I did dumb down the questions a little bit, so maybe you can get more than two this time. You know, I, like I said, I I I was the first to say that I was humbled last listen, week. Listen, I'm just I I, I got a black eye this week. I, I'm having to wear an eye patch, <laughs> so I don't have a lot of depth perception. So a lot of surface level questions are in this week's yeah. black eye start to turn inward. It did, and I got an infection. Uh, so it's a really surfacey versus this okay. week. I, I I'm tired of hearing a lot of those 
Doing, oing, oing. You yeah, know. you want to hear... Oing? Yeah. I want to hear that. Gazoo. I do. <laughs> Did you just say gazoo? I it, think that's what the sound... From the, the sound The sound effects are from the Hanna-Barbera sound effects. I, well, yeah, so I, that's gazoo, apparently. I, I think it is. Yeah. It is. Huh. And, and, yeah. So, we're trying to get more than two this week, Jesse. Don't <laughs> let us down. Uh, the contestant... Well, a total of three, if you count the lightning round. So, you need... <laughs> <laughs> three out of 13... All right, the contestant this week, his name is Bob Adams. Uh, his email address is... No, I'm just kidding. Um, he, the reason why he was selected was he ended his email with, it's go time, in all caps. <laughs> Whoa. So we thought, you know, if anybody could bring it, Bob Adams could bring it. Now, I will, uh, full disclosure here, we actually went through four or five people who just straight up did not answer their phones. Mm-hmm. So people, if 407 calls you... Come on. Answer your phone. We are not bill collectors. So it is not about you not paying your subscription to Relevant Magazine, though, if you haven't, please make good on that. Yeah. I mean, we, we try and synchronize the lists <laughs> versus contestants and people Bob who are delinquent. E- Bob Evans happens to owe us a, lot of, a substantial amount of money. Bob Adams. Oh. Um, <laughs> Bob, Bob Evans, Evans does. Makes, he, makes, a, he makes good pancakes, yeah. Bob Evans. Bob does, Evans but. does owe us a lot of money from an unsettled lawsuit. But that's a totally He stole story. my pancake recipe. <laughs> yeah, dealing with the recipe. <laughs> All right. So Bob Adams uh, is a contestant. Now you have to leave, Jesse. And we will play uh, the segment we just recorded with Bob now. This is Cameron and Adam from Relevant Magazine. Can, can you play a game of verses right now? Yeah, I can do that. All right. I am leaving Kmart right now. So Did you catch the blue light special? I don't, it might have been like girdles or something, but uh, it didn't pertain to me. So yeah. All right. So Adam's going to watch the time. I'm going to ask you the questions. We've got 90 seconds to do 10 questions. You ready? Okay. All right. Here we go. Question number one: In the office, what branch was closed down? Pass. Who was just named People's Sexiest Man Alive? George Clooney. What group's new album "Eat, Sleep, Repeat" is currently number 90 on the Billboard Top 100 Albums chart? The album is Eat, Sleep, Repeat. Uh, Outcast. Which of the following are the earliest writings in the New Testament? Revelation, Paul's letters, the Gospel of John, or the Gospel of Luke? Revelation. On 30 Rock, who plays Jack Donaghy? Alec Baldwin. Which of the following happened last? Verse numbering was added to the Bible. Chapter divisions were added to the Bible. The printing press slash the Gutenberg Bible or the King James translation of the Bible. Which one happened last? King James. Who sang these lyrics? Working hard to get my fill. Everybody wants a thrill. Paying anything to roll the dice just one more time. Kenny Rogers. Who is the British Prime Minister? Tony Blair. What actor plays James Bond in Casino Royale? Oh, man, he was just on Letterman. Yeah. I have to pass. <laughs> Franklin Graham founded what international relief organization? Um, pass. All right, that's ten. Got four out of ten. And that's not too bad. It's, it's a decent bad. showing. It is a decent <laughs> showing. And you're going to be going up against Jesse. He's trying to redeem himself this week. So Uh-oh. You're going After up against the slump. Jesse. May the better man win. Okay, thanks. <laughs> All right, thanks, bye. All right. Okay, so Bob Adams got a a, a rock steady four out of ten. Yeah, substantial mm. showing. You know, he's he he's one of these kids in school. He was never the le- the, the the top student, but he wasn't trailing behind. He was in that meaty part of the curve. Yeah, you know, he was right in the middle. So he doesn't go to UCF. 
No. <laughs> no he got four, not two. Yeah. You so. know, we we did all that work to bring healing, and we're tearing it all down. Yeah. Okay, so so Bob Adams, four. So, Jesse, you have to get five or better to redeem your name and our name. <sighs> and remember, like you said last week, the loser has to send the winner a check equal to a week's salary. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. And this is more than just your money. It's our reputation on the line. Yeah, which it, is even more valuable. Maybe Adam could even coach you. Price maybe Adam could coach you. He could be your manager in the corner. <laughs> Help you out in between rounds. I okay. did bring a spit bucket. <laughs> All right. Well, you just do that anyway. Yeah. Like I bring my hopper. I brought a Bible quiz buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> ding. <laughs> you don't have to ding in. All right, here we go. 90 seconds on the clock. 10, se- 10 questions. Here we go. In the office, what branch was closed down? Oh, it wasn't Scranton. It was, uh, oh, pass. Who is just named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive? George Clooney. What group's new album, Eat, Sleep, Repeat, is currently number 90 on the Billboard Top 100 album start? Copeland. Which of the following are the earliest writings in the New Testament? Revelation, Paul's letters, the Gospel of John, or the Gospel of Luke? Luke. On 30 Rock, who plays Jack Donaghy? Uh, Matthew Perry. Which of the following happened last? Verse numbering was added to the Bible, chapter divisions were added to the Bible, the printing press, or the King James translation of the Bible? King James. Who sang these lyrics? Working hard to get my fill, everybody wants a thrill, paying anything to roll the dice just one more time. Neil Diamond. Who is the British Prime Minister? Tony Blair. What actor plays James Bond in Casino Royale? Um, Craig Daniels. Uh, Franklin Graham founded what international relief organization? Samaritan's Purse. All right, you got five. Oh, oh snap! Oh, oh man, that's tense. Okay, it's a buzzer beat. All right. Let me go through and tell you. Okay. The branch in the office I was closed down was Stanford. <sighs> you got George Clooney correct. You got Copeland correct. Eerie, because that was one of my questions. We were just talking about them. You said the top 200. They were actually, yeah. they're 90 this week, actually. Uh, the earliest writing in the New Testament, Paul's letters. Really? Yeah. On 30 Rock... Not Studio 60. <laughs> uh, Jack Donaghy is played by Alec Baldwin. You should count that one because they're like it's like the same thing. They are so not the same thing. Both excellent shows, very different. Uh, which of the following happened last? King James, you got that correct. Wow. Uh, who sang these lyrics? Journey. I put that Come in there just on, for man. you. Journey. <laughs> I, I didn't know who'd compete this week, but I figured either of you guys, Journey would be... Don't stop believing, man. Did Bob say Kenny Rogers? He said yeah. Kenny Rogers. And ain't going to roll the dice just one more time. Some yeah. will win, Gotta some will lose. When to yeah. hold uh, the British Prime Minister, thank God, you said Tony Blair. <laughs> what, what, um, did, what did he say? He said, he said Tony Blair. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Disraeli. He said Winston Churchill. <laughs> what? No. Uh, what actor plays James Bond? Not Craig Daniels. Daniel Craig. Oh, <laughs> oh dude. He was doing, there was a comma. <laughs> he, yeah. was doing his, comma. he was doing his report card. Yeah, yes. his SAT <laughs> score. Well, on Craig his SATs, Daniel. he would be known as That's Craig Daniels. Though. And his, Daniel his middle initial is S, and he just kind of bled that into each other. And, and yes, uh, <laughs> Franklin Graham founded Samaritan's Purse. Yes. Uh, so so I, I'm a little ashamed because I should have gotten to Stanford. I should have gotten Journey. 
You should have gotten Alec Baldwin. James Bond. Yeah, and I should have gotten Alec Baldwin. You so. should have gotten Craig Daniel. I know. Or Dad, Daniel Craig. Because but <laughs> you won. And it doesn't matter. That's right. W's a W. That's right. That's right. what yeah. they say. When the pressure's on, you know, a seemingly simple question becomes very complicated. It, it does. In my mind, you know, I thought I would be good under pressure, but apparently I'm not. I mean, I'm good enough to beat Bob, but <laughs> just kidding. I, oh, man. All right, Bob made so, a good showing. Yeah, he did. And you you squeaked by him. Yeah, I didn't know the George Clooney one, which is funny. But the guys did. I thought they just randomly picked like a stereotypical handsome actor. They did. They've run out, so they're just recycling. <laughs> right. Yeah, hasn't he uh, been George in before? Clooney? Old. 1997. Again. 1997. I still have the cover. Wow. <laughs> Autograph. That's pretty impressive that he can go nine years and be the, because you think after nine years, you know, well, kind of let going yourself for. go. That's you know? what I'm going for. How old is George Clooney? Uh, 53. He's 53. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. Well, because it's not true. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is he three years older than you? He is. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> He's from Kentucky. He's from the Commonwealth. Is he a colonel? Yeah, I'm um, sure. Um, probably. If sure if George Clooney is a, in a is in a colonel, something's wrong with the, the integrity of yeah the colonel. I'm never eating a KFC again if yeah. he's not. A That's colonel. probably a good decision just from a health standpoint. <laughs> yeah. I I made that decision long ago. Thanks to um, what's her name's work with PETA. That's why. Oh, Pamela decide. Anderson. Yes. No. Yeah. No, actually, <laughs> debeaking. Is there a way to debeak that's not painful? Come on. In KFC's defense, um, they are the first national fast food chain to switch over to having no trans fat in any of their food. And Burger wow. King and McDonald's are not not following suit right now. Uh, so though they're still high in calorie and high in fat, they're having no trans fat, and trans fat is obviously poison. yeah, it's basically poison for your body. It raises your cholesterol and well, you know, blood well, sugar. it's because they're aren't they going to make it illegal in the state of New York? Yeah, really, in the city, yep. right? Indeed, is it state or city? I believe it's just the city. Uh, it doesn't seem like they could do that. You know, it's. I mean, I, I'm not for trans fat. You know, but. <laughs> But I am for freedom. This is America. <laughs> if you want to eat, if you want to eat a trans fatty burger, then last time I checked, we have freedom here, and um, I can eat the burger. But if you want to smoke marijuana, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah it's a little bit different because that's Why? because well, that is a are drug. You, are you a libertarian? <laughs> what? So is nicotine. You sound like so Michael caffeine. Scott, Jesse. Well, here, here's the thing. I, I don't want to go, you know, regress it, retroactive, and and make legal, you know, certain you know whatever herbs or drugs but i'm just saying what about spices and i don't even i don't even i never eat kfc and i try or to smoke refrain pot. or smoke pot and i try to refrain from fast food as much as possible but i'm just saying if people want to eat a fatty burger uncle sam shouldn't be the one stepping in i wonder if you can buy trans fat on the street now okay hold on, hold on. okay so but the fda you know, yeah. regulates um, what food can be sold and what ingredients. Th- this isn't chemical. an FDA thing. This oh, is no, government. I know, I know. But, but, but the FDA does the same thing. It governs what foods and what substances we can buy and put in our bodies, basically. You know, it regulates it. And if we didn't have regulations and, and it, they didn't regulate the quality of meat and they didn't regulate those things, uh, limiting 
the bad things that could be done to them, uh, then, you know, all, the bottom could fall out. I mean, a lot of crap could happen. It, so, it's true, but the FDA it's, it's is d- does have some shady stuff. I think sure. they're, they're in bed with the, the you know, like they're all these big prescription drugs. Why are some drugs made illegal and some made legal that, you know, uh, like the pharmaceutical, Sean Romano. the pharmaceutical industry, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, shady stuff going on with the FBA, no argument. FBA, we, <laughs> FDA we, lobbyist, it, you know, it's, uh, I no don't know. Argument. No we argument. need to get Sean in here. <laughs> no argument. I'm just, I'm just pointing out KFC has been able to uh, develop a recipe over the last few years that they say, and, and experts have agreed that the food tastes absolutely no different than back when they were using uh, ingredients that had trans fat. And no different in taste. So the government is, you know, on the side of, listen, you know, America has a health issue. It's, it's taxing our health systems. It's, it's increasing our taxes because the tax burden of having to pay for the infrastructure of healthcare, blah, 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 blah. If there are things we can do to make the American public more healthy, we, need, we as a government need to do that. So if, you know, you know the thing is, is people, they don't want to eat trans fat. They want to eat the food that tastes good right. that was made with trans fat. And if there is a substitute that tastes the exact same, why not? Make yeah, that and, and and go. Just to play kind of both sides of the fence here. Yeah, you're going back and, and forth. You're yeah, cheating. I, I, I like to do that. Um, you know, the the thing is, private enterprise is going to go what for for what has the highest profit margin, regardless of its impact on people's health. Hence MSG. And so to a point, you know, the government is there to protect the rights and well-being of its people. And you can say, oh, well, we... The nation has an obesity problem. KFC, will you please stop using trans fats? But they're going to go with what gives them the well, highest well, profit he, he, Well, here's the thing. The, I think if KFC, KFC made the decision without, without the federal government stepping in and say, you have to. That's not true. It was inevitable. This is gonna happen, but, and but, so they were just like they didn't want to be caught with their pants down. But but they have. But Burger King and McDonald's, all these other ones, haven't. So I'm they're, saying they're fighting it, but they will come around if the government makes them. Here's what I'm saying. I think the consumer will this the consumer will decide you know like if, if consumers want to eat the healthier alternative with they, if they want to eat no trans fat so, as opposed to tr- fat then they'll then they'll be the ones who dictate it but are you saying that ever all the decisions should be left up to the consumer because if that's the case then we turn into amsterdam no and kind of like whatever the people want they can have and they can do and you know it, whether it's good for them or not, and and you could get a pretty destructive society that way. Consumers have no way to know what's in the food unless you know the government has made you know corporations put nutrition facts and labels. Thank God on for the FDA. You know? Yeah, so you wouldn't know. You wouldn't really know if a food even had trans fats you unless recently they made them. So make well, it taste good, but don't. So you can't like, make kill an me. educated decision yeah. unless I mean the government already made steps to where well, we could. I, I feel well, like the wait, government wait, wait. does wait, have a role. Kara talked, and that's always the last word. Yeah, Kara is, is <laughs> what it always is, the last word. Where's the gavel? Is, she doesn't talk through the whole debate, and then she says, "Okay, here's yeah. how it's going to be." Yeah. Okay, guys, this is it. <laughs> but it comes down to that. This is a very complicated issue with a lot of nuances. <laughs> Thanks. So. Just move on. <laughs> so, no, I'm saying the government does have a role. I just think it should be relatively limited. 
and there is a there is a line, and I just I just think you know at some point you can't Big Brother can't tell me how but I want my hamburger. Let's say they never stepped in and they never made people put nutrition facts on there or tra- trans fat, and so you weren't educated and you thought that hamburger was healthy for you. And when you're 50 years old and you get a heart ac- heart attack and then you sue KFC, which I will do. Well, oh, I'm saying they do have a role. I don't think there's anything wrong with, with educating the public about nutrition facts and making that, uh, you know, necessary. But I'm just saying, where do we draw the line when they're telling well, me what I what restaurants can and can put well, in my food? No, they tell uh, food manufacturers what amount of insect parts can be in food. That's true. What amount of mm-hmm. you know gross stuff that I won't even go into well, can you- can be in food. And so, what's the difference between saying? This is the limit of these unhealthy contaminants. Standard of cleanliness, yeah. right? Well, where do you where do you draw the line? And this is just go with food. But, but where do you draw a line with? You know, they can educate the public to a certain point, but when is it the public's decision to to make good or to make good <laughs> beneficial decisions, or when is it the government's decide? Well, here we're learning right now. You? Right now, technology is advancing. We're learning a lot, right? We're learning health risks that trans fat causes. We didn't know this ten years ago. We didn't. And when the information is now known, it, either consumers, you know, um, corporations that are responsible to consumers will either act and change. Like, wow, our eyes have been opened. We need to, you know, advance and find a better alternative to using this substance. Or they won't. And the fact is, is that the fast food industry, which is killing America, causing obesity and weight problems and health problems, isn't getting any better. It's just not. And so, you know, if, if corporate America won't act, the government is. And it's not that, you know, it's like more and more of our rights can be taken away. It's that information came out. And, and like now we know something we didn't know before. And I say, for one, when it comes to health issues, I'm glad somebody's looking out and regulating what goes into our restaurants and what goes into our groceries. Because if nobody was regulating it and it was left up to the, com- the companies to just make their own decisions, uh, like like Kara pointed out, you know, we wouldn't know and we wouldn't be able to make educated decisions. You well, know? well, the thing is, the, I, I don't necessarily think the fast food industry is killing America. I think the people that eat fast food are, are doing the damage but to it, themselves. But the, it's cheaper food and, you know, people, it's more affordable for people to eat fast food and it's ex- more accessible so we consume more of it and more and more people the obesity problem can be linked to the growth of the fast food industry but, in the last 30 years all it takes is to step into a whole foods any kind of organic food store to see that it's, it's actually really expensive to eat healthy we, my know? wife and i did a detox a couple weeks ago and our grocery bill for one week was triple what it would have been otherwise and it was just because we were uh, eating healthy there's something wrong with that yeah. no, but but people people will spend money on on things that, like food is is a requirement that your body that is a basic human requirement and but people want to spend as little as, as possible on it but don't mind spending money on luxury items but we're and making, I think it's a I think it's a consumer problem but we're making a blanket statement here and saying that you know you're uh, categorizing everyone that eats fast food and saying all of them are spending money on luxury items uh, and not that that money could be spent on food but that is maybe not a fair generalization because there could be people out there who legitimately they do spend money on food and they don't have the money to eat healthy they don't have the money for luxury items basically all they have money for is you know cheap food but i i don't think fast food is this is their only option 
I think there is a healthier alternative than yeah, going to McDonald's but, three meals a day. Well, yeah, but you buy groceries and you buy Chef Boyardee and it's chock full of trans fat and preservatives and stuff like that, too. I want the government to force these companies to make our food healthier, not necessarily less affordable, but just healthier. What happens with this whole trans fat thing? Then what happens to Funyuns? <laughs> and you can't have one without the other. Well, the thing is, I think trans fat is just Funyuns. I think when they cook stuff in trans fat, they just liquefy Funyuns. Melt Funyuns. <laughs> like, the melting point of Funyuns is surprisingly high. Yeah. Funyuns are pure trans fat. <laughs> Actually, they probably are. They, they're trans fat, fat at the purest form, Funyun. That's how it's found in nature. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for whatever the heck segment that was. And uh, up next will be your feedback. And are you cool? You're listening to the Maccabees. The song is called First Love, and it's playing right now over at Relevant TV. Last week, we asked you what you would do if the risk or danger was removed from it. And you guys wrote back a lot of interesting stuff, wide variety of stuff. Uh, I do want to point out that we are now going to be posting each week's feedback at the website. You can go over to relevantmagazine.com and then in the nav bar under interact, you can click on the podcast feedback link and it'll take you to a page where you can read uh, maybe not all the feedback because we get a lot, but a good selection of the feedback. We'll take so, out the ones that make fun of us. Yeah. Or we, any dissenting opinion. We will, yeah, absolutely. We will censor it <laughs> like the government censors fat. Right. Yeah, and we will make up false ones. Jesse is so cool and funny. Our it, feedback will be a trans him. fat I love free trans zone. Fat. <laughs> and eat tons and tons of Funyuns <laughs> with my KFC. <clears throat> Speaking of the munchies, James Woodley said if I can do one thing with no consequence, it would be. It would have to be to ride a unicorn. Now, I know the question means I have to do something that is real, but if I was going to believe that I was really riding a unicorn, I have to do pounds and pounds of hard drugs to actually make myself believe I was riding a unicorn. <laughs> Thank you, James. I don't know where your moral barometer was on that yeah. one. What was so his name? evidently, not only are <laughs> no. you uh, safe James from Woodley, kind of, not James Woodley. <laughs> not only are you Very safe close. from any kind of harm, you're also safe from legality and morality. Cal- Cal wrote in and said if, if he could do something with, with no consequence, he'd pick something completely outlandish, like go stand on the Wait. surface of the sun. I would eat tons and tons of trans fat. <laughs> <laughs> the Randy, that's how he signed it. <laughs> the Randy. The Randy said if he, could, he, if he could do anything, he would just slap Richard Simmons. <laughs> you think he's a frat boy? Like, hey, man, there's the, the Randy. Randy. <laughs> Look, e- it's Woolsey and the Randy. <laughs> His email address is Jesus Likes Me, but um, it's G S U S. Jesus. Jesus suspended or sustained or whatever. Anyway, um, Joe Lang or Lange, um, this is probably my favorite one. I think I would like to be in a shootout, Old West style, walk out of the saloon through the swinging bar doors into the dusty street with a single tumbleweed blown between myself <laughs> and my would-be executioner. There would be one outlaw hiding behind the wagon to my right, and another in an upstairs room on the left-hand side of the street. He's got what it all planned out. painted there. Yeah. Two, and he's from Las Cruces, New Mexico, so it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> Two emails just came in. This is breaking oh, wow. news. Breaking news. Two emails <laughs> just came in. Uh, one is from Bob Taylor, who you may remember, Adam. 
He didn't answer his phone when we called him for verses. He wrote in and said, all right, I suck. You guys called my phone while I was in the bathroom, and I came in (laughs) mid-ring. You have no idea how angry I am at myself for missing the call. I know it's a stretch to say this, but I think you guys ought to call me again sometime. Not for verses. He just wants to talk. Um, Honestly, I'll destroy you guys at this game. Um, He says, please have mercy and call me again so I can still participate. I really believe it's what Jesus would do. (laughs) And And then moments like literally seconds after that email came in, Matt Wheeler, another failed mm. contestant, called us and said, please give me another chance at no. Versus. I was here. I'm at work and was about to flip open the phone when it was too late. I would have taken the call. It came, I already said I, I would have called back, but it came up as unknown. I'm still here. Please call me or try oh, next man. week. Matt Wheeler, I'm sorry. You're yeah, just a little Bob, too slow on the trigger there. Bob, hold it. <laughs> 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 just just every time you have to go to the bathroom, assume that we're going to call that, and wait. That, yeah, that would have been the best call ever. Victor Guerrero says, if I could do anything dangerous with no consequences, I'd dress up like Popeye and try to fight a fleet of Hell's Angels. I figure if I'm going to do something dangerous, it might as well be stupid and funny. <laughs> well, I like uh, the, his thinking. Popeye is what pushes it yeah. over the edge. Because really, Popeye isn't dressed that absurdly. He just got <laughs> sleeves rolled up. What, well, would he, he does have a sailor outfit bef- and abnormally uh, large yeah. forearms. Now, before and he a fought, tremendous underbite. Yeah, before he fought the guy, would he like eat a can of spinach and play some crazy tune? Truthfully, he kind of looked like the elephant man. Yeah, I think Popeye a was a very, very homely guy. <laughs> I think but I spent a lot of time at sea. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I was just referring to his clothing. So he probably ate a lot of trans fat. Yeah. And, and was spent it in that can Somebody spinach. should do that costume next year for Halloween. Popeye. Popeye. I got rid of all my old sailor stuff. Nothing's hip and current like a Popeye costume. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Stephen Brooks said that he would, first he would talk to Osama bin Laden about Jesus. So... It, or he would surf Jaws, which is a huge uh, break in Northern California with Laird Hamilton, the famous surfer. Mm. Kate Greenaway said that she would start a business. Go, Kate. Kate, I think you should start it anyway. Yeah. Well, um, I, I thought it was no physical harm could come to you. Would it be a knife juggling business? <laughs> Fire maybe, eating. Maybe some a, a mafia operation. A javelin yeah. catching business. And then she said, or Trans plan and execute. Trans fat eating business. She says, or plan and execute a Christian music festival in Western Australia. Execute. So maybe the danger is in the execution of Yeah, of that it. sounds dangerous. Yeah. So many well, maybe, Christian bands. maybe it is. That's awful, Kate. Well, it's That's in, awful. It's in Western Australia. So maybe it's like a post-apocalyptic, like, Mad Max thing. Yeah, there's no illegal there. Maybe, maybe Western Australia is where all like the kangaroos are. Have you ever seen America's Funniest Home Videos where the kangaroos come up behind people and kick them? Yeah. yeah. So maybe They're what she's trying to say violent. is, I'm going to go to the dangerous part of our country mm-hmm. and try to execute yeah. a Christian music festival. There are so execute many poisons. Wow. music. Musician. That there sounds like a bloodbath. The poison koalas. There's, yeah, there's and snakes. Especially koalas. The and worst snakes. is a kangaroo with a, a koala riding in its pouch that's holding in either hand a box jellyfish. And I, well, I smell craft of the week. <laughs> I that would be a smelly craft of the week. But yeah, it would be dead jellyfish. <laughs> really, I think that is what she's trying to say here. Western Australia is so dangerous. If there was no danger, I would go there to do a Christmas music. Yeah. Or start a business there. Yeah, with the uh, money she'd raised from her knife juggling business. I, I like to picture Western Australia already living in a post-apocalyptic Mad Max society. Yeah, there's guys with like 
you know, big mohawks and goggles and like <laughs> yeah, metal and, masks. And, on and their they face. ride these like souped up old like T birds and like jerry rigged motorcycles. Yeah. It's all and, a bunch of Raider fans. Yeah, like, and battle Raider for fans. gasoline out out in the outback. Kind of like Dr. Dre's uh, video for California with Tupac. Yeah, exactly like that. With, with motorcycles riding around in the exactly steel cages like and yeah. stuff. And, and you're not allowed party. to have sleeves on anything, and you have to have at least like three spikes on your outfit. Yeah. You know, and you you can't have a Chains. you can only. Pet you can have is a falcon or a uh, German shepherd, yeah, or a or, tiger, or, or a tiger. kangaroo <laughs> with a box jellyfish wielding koala yeah. in his pouch. True, but you have to keep it on a chain. Yeah, everything's on a chain. You do have to keep it on a chain, or else, or else it would be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want anyone to get yeah, hurt. We don't want uh, apocalyptic wastelands are all well and good until someone gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Let's use common sense, people. <laughs> Todd Gartner, Garten said that if he could do something with no consequence, he would get one of those sweet crotch rockets that his wife won't let him Whoa. have. Whoa, whoa, easy. What? The motorcycle. Oh, okay. Goodness, that is dangerous. That's horrible. <laughs> he would never, ever do that. No ever. wonder your wife won't let you. Yeah, he, he would ride Got down the California lash. coastline. He also gave a PS, though. He said, out of curiosity, the clip of your brother's band band um chandler's band playing at the end of the podcast is you, is, did you mention if you're what brother what instrument? what brother is my brother chandler <laughs> now what uh instrument your brother plays he's the drummer he, he's not the lead singer the lead singer is a kid named michael who's i think michael. 17 years old yeah sounds a lot a older great voice great voice chandler's the drummer and then uh, there's a couple other guys. But, you know, what's cool is, uh, like, did I say last week's podcast, like 7,000 people went and viewed their MySpace page from really? in the week that we played it, which was pretty huge. MySpace.com slash an introduction to sunshine. Gus Simpson said uh, the thing he'd do would be some kind of crazy snowboard jump, maybe 572 feet over a burning pit of spikes in Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> that is dangerous. <laughs> I couldn't tell if... <laughs> The burning pit had burning spikes, and Mel Gibson was fine, like <laughs> like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. I think the or whole thing's burning. If Mel Gibson was burning as well, or, that's just mean. Or if Mel Gibson, we just, will stand for that. Yeah, <laughs> Mel Gibson. I don't think he's on fire. I think he's just angry at the bottom of the pit. He's burning. <laughs> he's seething. Yeah. In case you fall, you got to deal with Mel Gibson but and he's so, spikes. He's so seething that this guy has to snowboard jump 572 feet over, over him, him in order jump. to not be burned. <laughs> to have, have By Mel distance. Gibson's fury. There's another one if anyone wants to recreate that. You know, a piece of art. <laughs> Did you guys read the one from Joseph, Joseph Halfman? No. Halfman? Joseph Halfman. Uh, he says he would break into a bank and rob it. Wow, Joseph. I think he has moral barometer issues. Well, I, well, he's only half a man. Well, I mean, uh, you've if heard you the, are the pastor of Joseph Halfman, you might want to counsel him because he has some deep-seated weird things going well, on. Well, I mean, you've heard the Dane Cook, you know, not that I'm not that I'm recommending him. Every every guy Everyone wants deep to down be involved in a heist. Wants yeah. to be part of a heist. Absolutely. And I think it's true. Yeah. You know, where's the van? <laughs> was that your machine gun? Yeah. Because it sounded like someone in high heels running across a tile <laughs> floor. <laughs> Brian Deadman actually says, I may seem like I'm stealing part of Dane Cook's stand-up, but I've always wanted to be part of a heist. Hmm. I want to put on a ski mask and rob a bank, <laughs> holding people hostage and all that jazz, <laughs> then run down the street with a semi-automatic weapon screaming, where's the van? Where's the van? <laughs> I'll never do it, I promise, but I want to. So Half Man and Dead Man <laughs> are the two people involved in this heist? 
I don't know. Maybe it's wow. just him, and he couldn't remember where he parked the van. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we had two guys write in about being part of a house. Oh, yeah. Halfman and Deadman. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, Deadman and half man yeah so one that's like one a was movie killed there yeah, one is. was killed in the heist and the other one was only <laughs> like wounded a comic book movie. <laughs> the adventures of dead men and half yeah. man yeah see whenever i go into a bank i i, I don't know half man actually being half man <laughs> that's what i'm thinking half yeah. unicorn <laughs> i don't i don't know if <laughs> <laughs> well why wouldn't he but just ride him think. away or ride him to the van <laughs> why would he be running <laughs> T- tell me if you if this thought ever goes through your head <laughs> when you walk into a bank my my first thought is always if it goes down, what's my first move? Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever think about that? No, I only use I the ATM. No. See, I'm al- I'm always in there. And I'm scoping it out. Like, okay, yeah. if they come in with the ski mask and, j- and you know, am I? Do I lay down and, and like slowly crawl to you a have position a morbid where- perspective on life? Don't you? He's watched too much Twenty Four. Yeah, exactly. We sit around and have these conversations with Halfman and Deadman. (laughs) Yeah, they know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Deadman also has a shark obsession, and and before he dies, (laughs) he will all caps swim with the great white sharks, or at least one. Um, Swim with them. That's what he said. Will he be in a cage? Sure. He says, everyone in my family is aware that before I go to God, I will be within ten feet of a great white in the open ocean. So very. So that's how he wants shortly. to go. That's how he wants Before to go to God. So maybe if he has like a terminal illness, like just dump me over there in the oh, in the water. Man, next man to the I really don't think that that would be as glorious as you think it would. I think it'd be awful. Editorial question of the week. What do you want for Christmas? So is this? Does that mean that it's realistic or fantasy? Has to be any physical, tangible object, like like a mo- monetary. Not, not that money idea. could buy. Or, or right. I could I couldn't fly. I want Wait, the gift of flight. Here's what I would like to say. Well, it's it called a Delta Airlines gift certificate. It could be a physical, tangible object that as yet does not exist. No, 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 no. <laughs> and it's no, implausible no. given the laws of physics. But it can't be an idea like I want world peace. No, I say you it has to and have it a can't world be peace like machine or something. Hoverboard. I wish for more <sighs> wishes. It can't be. Yeah, yeah, because that. then you lose your, all your wishes, and, and you can't sell it. Not a wish. This is a Christmas present. You, you can't. <laughs> you lose all right, your Christmas presents. It has to be presents. a tangible object. <laughs> okay, here I want to bring up a loophole. Okay, just real quick, the wishing for more wishes thing. If you ever catch a leprechaun, <laughs> you know, you know this, right? If you wish for more wishes, it negates all your wishes. Here's something no one has tried, and I guarantee you, it will trick that leprechaun every time. Wish for more leprechauns. But if they're all really hard to catch, you're just letting more people wish for more captive leprechauns. Say, I would like to wish for a hundred captive leprechauns, (laughs) all within fifty feet of me. Yes, (laughs) because if they're all over the world, I guarantee you, the moment you say that, that leprechaun would just start cursing, going nuts, because he knows you found the loop. And because those leprechauns, they got mouths on them. (laughs) Irish, (laughs) they do. Um, They can cuss a blue streak like Kara. Extra credit, craft of the week. If you illustrate or visually represent the item that, well, if that it doesn't you want. exist if it does exist just send us no, a link at no. target.com here's the thing <laughs> i think i think it should have to be in existence that uh, like a monetary value uh, could that, purchase that doesn't make it as fun though i, I want to be, see because people are going to come up with like invisibility suits no, i want to see someone we, with like the breakfast machine from peewee's big adventure and stuff like that do we want to specify that you would have to receive it because i feel like a lot of people are nice and they're going to wish for you know pounds of food for third world countries and things like that yeah you have to keep it yeah if it's given to you you can't re-gift 
<laughs> yeah, there's no regift in this year. Thousands of and you can't of throw it away within a them. year. <laughs> yeah. hey, I don't care how many Funyuns you want. <laughs> You're eating them all. Yeah. It's your death wish. <laughs> you have to use and or consume the gift within 30 days of receipt <laughs> of the gift. <laughs> so so what would you guys pick right off the top of your head? Lifetime supply of Funyuns. <laughs> I... If if I were going Adam's route, I think hoverboard would be awesome. Uh, who wouldn't want a hoverboard? I don't know why they don't have them yet. You know, we we can we can have an international space station, but we can't have a hoverboard. And Russia can shoot down asteroids. Yeah, Russia's got an asteroid laser. I, I would know. have like what about like the hoverboard like on Spider Man, like the go- Green Goblin? That was pretty awesome. I would like a personal space travel vehicle. I think I would want just a Ford GT. <laughs> I saw one today. They're incredible. Simple man. I saw I, Simple man. I just won a $250,000 car. <laughs> I saw one today pull out of uh onto 434 off of the road that goes to my apartment and it was amazing. And it's I, unbelievable. And we see a lot of Ferraris and I, I see Lamborghinis at the Magic Games. This Ford GT was way sweeter. It is. So, on the, here's the other thing. You know, as a Christian, I actually don't want you know, a Ford GT because I would actually rather use that money to do other things to have a greater impact on That's the world not the I live rule. in. That's what I'm saying. So, are we saying that temporarily we're not Christians? Uh, no, no, I don't no. like any question no. that presumes that. Well, no, then, no, I don't. Well, I, then no, I change my answer. No, I think that <laughs> this is not equated to a monetary sum. Like, you cannot sell it. You have no. Tr- they're going to give you one item. It's just given to you. Yeah, yeah just give it to you. You cannot sell. You cannot change it. You can't give it to anyone else in any form. Like, I couldn't sell it and give the money to somebody else. Okay. You know? Because you know we would have gotten some of those. Yeah. I'd also want a, a Lamborghini so and, I could and sell I, it. And, and, I've thought, and I've thought about this. I don't think I'll ever be at the place where I can afford to buy a, a you know, Ford GT but the other, or, or any of the, these exotic supercars. And I know that I shouldn't probably want them. But I really do. <laughs> I'll be That's honest. Okay. We're just being vulnerable. Just being honest. I, yeah, so I'm, I'm transparent. You know. So, yeah. I don't. Cu- I guess I, I would like my house things. paid for. Ooh. I would wait, like my house for Christmas. Wait. So you just want a wad of cash? Or you could just say. Well, then, in that, if that's the case, I would like ten million dollars. <laughs> could you at least have a big novelty check presented? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait. Seriously. Yeah, cash. I would just like. The same as you. I would just like a whole lot of cash. I'll pay off my house, I, don't, I don't think we. I don't think the game's going to work like that because we're going to get a lot of boring emails. Yeah. So no cash. No monetary. Like I said, Nothing it monetary. has to be an item. Has to be an item and or food stuff. I would like the title to my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I would like the title to a castle on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Getting better. That's even better. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> well, how do you get back and forth? Because you only well, have that one I thing. I have a personal yeah. spacecraft. Uh, yeah, Adam, Adam's going to give me rides. Mm-hmm. Adam's going to give me the kids. It's, it's kind of inconvenient because like, <laughs> his house is way out of my way to pick him up for work. It's like, you know, I live 10 minutes from the office. Jesse lives 250,000 miles on average from the office. Yeah. And I have to go give him a ride to work. Yeah. Like, I'll be there stranded. in three days. <laughs> I was stranded in my moon castle, <laughs> <laughs> eating Funyuns. But what if you... That Carol lit me. <laughs> I would say what if, you could just like telecommute, but you couldn't because you wouldn't have any anything... All right, how about this? Because the Russians blew up the satellites. Mm-hmm. All right, how, how about this? Well, a title... Still, he only got the house. He no, didn't have anything title, in the house. It's a title to a fully furnished castle on the moon <laughs> with a teleportation device. <sighs> I think that's more than one thing. In a garage, that's going to save me time. In a garage full of four GTs. 
But you can't drive them on the moon. They they can oh, fit they're, my they're teleportation. Moon buggy. <laughs> they're moon buggies. <laughs> moon buggy. Ford, Ford GT, GT moon buggies. <laughs> so what you've just done is you've actually asked for something large and you filled it with other things. Yeah. No, you can't do that. It's more than one thing. Right. It's now, a gift. He could, I, I think he could take things he already owns to his castle. I agree moon. with that, but he's okay. still stranded and can't telecommute. Well, wait. Let's say that the castle on the moon just has Wi-Fi capability. But there, that's impossible. Satellites. It wouldn't be Wi-Fi. Okay, it has satellite There's no existing technology that would be available to him to have Wi-Fi. And can we refer mm-hmm. to it as Moon Castle, not Castle on the Moon? Yes. <laughs> and Neil Diamond will dance across the moon <laughs> to your with, castle. With young boys <laughs> dreaming. Yeah. All right, so if you actually dare to re- answer this stupid question <laughs> and write in, the email address is editorial at relevantmagazine.com. Be sure to follow all the rules we just mentioned, too. Oh, yeah. oh. You're going to have to go back and listen a few times and write them down. Make sure we say them right. Because if, if, you, if you don't get one of the parameters correct, automatically voids your entry. Yeah. And your subscription to the magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Canceling your subscription and giving the money. All right. So, again, if you want to write into the editorial question, just write us at editorial at relevantmagazine.com or feedback at relevantmagazine.com. If um, we're coming down to the end of verses, we only maybe got two weeks left. Right now, the podcast crew is three and one. Our goal is to end it five and one. Mm-hmm. So, if you dare, we can do it. I think we can too. If you dare. Uh, want to participate in Versus, write us also at editorial at relevantmagazine.com. Don't forget to head over to relevantmagazine.com and uh, check out the podcast feedback page that we've added. Um, Also, if you head over to the podcast stuff page at the website, you can see the uh, reconciliation photo with the UCF students. It was a tender moment. Many thanks to Bob Adams, who got absolutely toasted by Jesse <laughs> this <laughs> week. Point. <laughs> yeah. By a singeing by point. A, <laughs> so, yeah, write us in if you want to be part of Verses. Next week, we have an interview with artist Terry Lee Cobble. It's uh, going to be a good one, so definitely make sure to tune in for that. So on that note, that'll do it for this week's edition of The Relevant Podcast. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Kara Davis. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Adam Smith. We'll see you next week. I'm not for trans fat, you know, but but I am for freedom.